Welcome to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast with Lawrence Munaig, where we explore the ketogenic lifestyle and how it can improve your physical and mental health. Each week, we bring you valuable insights and advice from experts to help you on your journey to a healthier lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by BasicKetogenicLifestyle.com, where Lawrence coaches individuals with depression to reverse their symptoms and achieve a healthier, happier life using an evidence-based approach. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive deep into the world of ketones and coffee. Subscribe to the Ketones and Coffee podcast today and never miss an episode. I would like to announce that I am now on Patreon. And as a patron, you can listen to my episodes ad-free, plus highlights-only episodes from my previous episodes. Not only that, you can also get a 50% discount privilege when you subscribe to Basic Ketobox and more. You can check it out at patreon.com slash ketonesandcoffee. Alright guys, this episode is brought to you by Basic Ketobox. Basic Keto Box is a premium subscription box for keto dieters. It offers a wide variety of keto-friendly snacks delivered right to your door. Not only that, with your subscription box, you also get a 30-day meal plan that includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner, complete with macronutrients in every meal. We have an exclusive deal just for Ketones and Coffee podcast listeners. Receive an extra 20% off with your first month subscription. Head on over to basicketobox.ca to subscribe today. I'm curious how on how you're going to answer this question. <laughs> how do I get ahead of this? Like, let's say, for example, I'm, you know, um, the same activity level as you, obviously, um, already working out uh, every day, already um, have my nutrition down um, completely to what I I should eat. How do I get ahead of this? How do I know that it's not what I'm eating? It's not, or is it what I'm eating? Or is it? It's yeah. not my activity level. But how do I get ahead of this? Oh, how do I know the symptoms of? Okay, I'm I'm too stressed. I'm not I'm not I'm not doing the right things. Um, what what are the telltale signs? Yeah, I think what I do with people is when I started doing a new client assessment and just go, okay, what what are you doing now? And let's assess it. Let's mm-hmm. course correct areas of opportunity and figure out action items that you can implement in your life today. So a lot of times I start with people, okay, the holistic method, eight elements, but what, how are you starting your day? Mm-hmm. How are you finishing your day? Look at people's workout schedule each week, each week. You know, look at what you're eating. You said you're doing the right thing, but how do you know that's right? You know, yeah. it's like, okay, I give people nutritional therapy intake form and there's a Nutri-Q log. I give people a three-day food log that you track your symptoms. How's your poop? How's your energy level? How's your workout on that day? And really dial it in for that individual because no one is the same. It's such an N equals one experiment. I'm following all the guidelines I read about on podcasts and social media and people's success stories. And I'm doing all that, but I'm not seeing the results mm. or... Like you want to be preventive. I don't want to go through what Debbie went through and feel like crap and not have energy and gain weight without changing our nutrition and exercise. So then we kind of look at, okay, how do you deal with stress? You need to do a breathing exercise. You know, what do you need to do to take care of yourself to manage your stressors during the day? Wearing a CGM for, you know, three months or maybe a month is is important part too. So I think is looking at 
that person, mm-hmm. what is your workout? You know, what are you doing for fasting, your nutrition mm-hmm. program? Are you, what you'll hear more about with everyone is that we vary, have variations. Yes, yes. Keto flex, you know, as Ben Azadi says, and, and is switching things up that you're flexing that muscle, just like your strength training workout, you're switching it up every month. You're fasting, not all the same every day. You're not eating the same food plan every day. So we always want variation. Yeah. But I think it is so many people don't forget don't realize that the stress and their sleep isn't being addressed. Mm, yeah. You well, you really have to know yourself um, to that point where you you pinpoint the stressors in your life, and you really have to be in tune with your body to be able to do that. Because people are just some well, n- not majority of us, but you know, we some of them, some of us are you know aim- aimlessly just you know. Uh, doing the things that we are doing, you know, working our jobs and um, obviously um, any of our endeavors. And we we really have to be in tune. Like you talk about um, you talk about knowing your body, knowing knowing what what's causing the issue. And sometimes you, you really got to know if you are, are you really, um, you know, that's why it's so important to have a coach is to understand what what's causing the issue because you may not see something that your coach might see and so yeah it's 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 a lot there because you know um you you really have to know the effects of what you're eating what you're doing how how do we know if something's too much anyways like yeah well i I think what you're getting at is you know, looking at what your red flags are. A lot of people don't realize that if I can't fall asleep at night or if I wake up middle of the night or if I, my workout is sluggish or people use an aura ring or whoop band, what is my HRV is Mm -hmm. 20 every day. You know, what can I do? They don't look at, these are all red flags and, Mm -hmm. you know, not being able to finish a workout without feeling exhausted or see your heart rate's always really high. And so there's all these measurements that we can look at if it's blood sugar your heart rate heart rate variability your sleep Mm -hmm. at night sleep quality your you know Mm -hmm. with aura ring i can see my deep sleep and then experimenting with if i do this before bed does that improve my sleep like i've been taking glycine and seeing if that makes my deep sleep score goes up higher and then Mm -hmm. you know it's such an n equals one experiment but working with the coach Mm -hmm. to figure out okay what here's what i'm doing is it helping me teach people how to be more aware of how they feel because most people aren't in tune with themselves. So I call it intuitive fueling and intuitive training and then unintentional fasting that if we figure out everything, how to feel your best and work on, you know, striving for feeling amazing every day rather than just getting through the day, struggling with fatigue, Mm -hmm. it's looking at what are the contributors to that. You really, really have to look at. That's why you know, I don't know if people recommend like an elimination diet, but an elimination diet is, is great because when you do eliminate everything else but one food group, or let's say you're a carnivore, um, and then you look at uh, car- when when you do jump into the lifestyle, you can you can start adding on um, other food groups. Uh, so you can identify yes. which uh, type of food you can test it for yourself and uh, experiment on what because you you have to figure out what you because you did you have you had some uh, food items that you didn't know you were 
um, you couldn't have, right? Um, yeah, but mine was easy because I get yeah. headaches right away. I get headaches from a lot of foods. Mm. So for me, it's easier to know those foods headaches. are red flags foods because I get a headache five seconds later. Like stevia, for example, right now mm. will make me have a headache. If I have an apple or fruit, you know, mm-hmm. I can't things will give me a headache. So that's my own body saying this isn't working, yeah. which is always more motivation because I think brain uh-huh. health when I feel headaches, like, okay, what's going to happen to me? So I think, you know, learning different red flags on food, mm-hmm. if my heart rate's higher, you know, if I have a stomach ache, it's, it's starting to, that's why I have people do a, a food log for at least three days to mm-hmm. pay attention. How do I feel after that food? So I always work on what you eat, but when, mm-hmm. how, and why. And working on that almost is is good to start with. Like, yeah, doing a carnivore reset for two weeks or a month and then reintroducing foods. And maybe you don't realize how that food makes you feel until you take it out. Like you're saying, elimination diet, then reintroduce it. Go, oh, my God, now I realize that food totally gives me gas or (laughs) I have the most bloated stomach or I have you know, diarrhea or constipation. So it's looking at all these different signals that your body's saying, I don't like this. This is not good for me. Hey guys, let me tell you about this delivery service that's been a total game changer for my lifestyle. Did you know that it's now possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right at your doorstep? Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. And if I can avoid buying non-keto-friendly items from supermarkets who psychs you into buying unhealthy foods, plus if it saves me a lot of time and money, sign me up. Instacart is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, so no more rock-hard avocados, and they will keep your eggs safe too. And Instacart will find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. And you can get your first order today delivered for free when you purchase over $35 by following the link on the show notes below to let Instacart know that I sent you and to help to support the show. Instacart, never step foot in the grocery store again. You talk about breathing as part of, uh, you know, an anti-stressor, if you may. Right. Mm-hmm. What are some yes. other natural ways that you do for yourself? You know, you, you talked about, you know, having relocation, right? Yeah. But it's may, maybe something that we they, we can do right now yeah. uh, as actionable item that we can do to start uh, getting th- those stressors down. For sure. I mean, we have this with our coaching clients is just how you start your day, you know, getting mm-hmm. outside first thing in the morning. I start my day with exercise. You, if you're not an athlete to, you know, if you're not going to go for a run or bike ride, maybe it's just going out and walking outside. Ideally, if you can do barefoot and do grounding or a thing that you're walking barefoot on sand or grass, you know, getting connected to the earth helps calms you down. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a big part of it. And then shower and finish your shower on cold. And I'm such Mm -hmm. a wimp with cold, which is why I like living in a warmer climate in California than Seattle. But it's finishing with, you know, I try at least 20, 30 seconds of cold at the end of my shower. And that's what I coach part-time for Ben Greenfield. And that's what we have everyone do. Morning fasted, low-intensity exercise is nothing high, nothing hard, no high heart rate. And just like walking outside movement and getting your eyes exposed to the sun. And then have your shower, finish on cold. Mm -hmm. And that's free. You know, it doesn't cost any money. Yes, you can get a sauna. You can buy, 
you know, the big cold therapy tubs people are buying, uh, stuff costs ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. So you can walk outside for free, even if it's in your own yard and go down the street. I'd rather people move more throughout the day than trying to get their workout in and then sit all day. So when COVID started, I always had this saying, like breakfast, lunch, dinner doesn't mean eat. It means get outside and move. I don't care if it's go out your door, come back in. But get exposure to that morning sunrise will help your circadian mm -hmm. rhythm set. Mm -hmm. So your body knows, okay, melatonin drops down. Cortisol should be naturally up in the morning. It mm -hmm. sets your day and gets your mind right. The mm -hmm. other thing is at nighttime, creating a sleep hygiene routine. So working on how you finish your day. I've created a routine that I, mm -hmm. you know, try to do some stretching, even if it's a couple minutes on my yoga mat by my bed. But I, you know, wash your face and do all that stuff and then get on your yoga mat. I have my bed already so I can just roll off my mat into bed and do some breathing exercises, doing a little yin yoga, maybe it's having some essential oils sprayed like lavender oil in your room, have mm -hmm. some relaxing yoga music, meditation music, and do your nasal breathing, mm -hmm. doing the box breathing, putting your hand on your heart and your belly and doing some exercises that way. And that helps kind of calms you down and mm -hmm. sets you up for a good mm -hmm. quality sleep. Yeah. You know, I know definitely if I, was working later the past week, I could see my sleep score go lower because mm -hmm. I was outside in the sun. It's, mm -hmm. you know, June. So yeah. the sun sets later and I go to bed early. So it wasn't, you know, as optimal getting off the blue light, but it's, you know, really looking at if I'm off working later at night, wear your mm -hmm. blue blocker glasses, dim your screen, have an iris screen. But if I, um, you know, at home, I try not weekdays watch TV. I just told some people that we're watching movies every night. Like it's not the beginning of COVID break uh, lockdown. You know, you don't yeah, need yeah. movies should be a treat on the weekend, not be watching TV. I don't have the TV on at weekdays. That's a treat on the weekend mm -hmm. that I'll watch yeah. uh, a show or I don't even like TV anymore because I hate commercials, but I'll watch <laughs> part of a movie. They'll take three days to watch, <laughs> you know, but it's not TV's not something I'm doing at night. I go to the gym at 530 yeah. lift weights and then I'll. Mm -hmm have a, a cooler shower to wind down. Then I start, mm -hmm. you know, washing my face, do a face mask a couple times a week, do my stretching. And then a big thing I have all my clients do is mm -hmm. do this morning or night, but write in a journal. What are you grateful for mm -hmm. that day? Three yeah. things or more. And it takes one minute. You know, I keep a little yeah. calendar notebook in my bedside table and maybe set intentions for the next day. But so much of what I learned from my own stress issues is, you know, taking time out, pause, reset, reboot, and working on what you are grateful for. Mm. And I think we get so type A driven individual personalities mm. that we mm. forget to stop, slow down, breathe, put breaks in between the day and just slow down because we get so racing mm. from the time we wake up in the morning until we go to bed and never take mm. these pauses. And so I've really learned pause before you eat, taking three deep breaths in and out through your nose and you just feel that mm. sense of calmness because you kind of feel mm. that go 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 like I was this morning yeah. I was you know working out and got back and I showered and I mm. I had you know some coffee and I had some ketones and uh, I was yeah. like yeah. you know on a roll that it's like I can mm. feel you kind of feel the yeah. adrenaline and yeah. I had to yeah. stop and just chill and yeah. so I think yeah. breathing is such an easy free thing <laughs> that you can mm. do but doing it before bed to help wind down and, mm -hmm. and having my point was I got off my story, but doing a sleep hygiene routine at nighttime, mm. so important for fat loss, for health and for performance, mm. because that's when your body 
detoxifies, it recovers, it repairs. And I think a lot of people don't prioritize their sleep and what they're doing before bed. Mm-hmm. Other thing I'll add in before I stop blabbing is uh, disconnecting. I don't have any notifications on my phone or iPad or computer. Mm-hmm. I can't stand them. I don't have an Apple Watch, and I'll never have an Apple Watch. I don't like all those alerts. When you're talking to someone, it's total yeah, ADD, yeah, distraction, yeah. and yeah. you can see that with people. So if people are multitasking all the day, have so many different stimulus from their computer, from their phone, from their iPad, and then they try to do that at nighttime, well, your sleep's going to be mm-hmm. probably a lot worse if you are on those devices late at night. And so I would say disconnect at night, like seven o'clock, shut it all off, put it in airplane mode and get mm-hmm. off your devices and go read a book. Yeah. My other routine yeah. after my gratitude journal is I read three pages or more <laughs> in a book I'm reading and read in bed and then I go to sleep, kind of calm the mind down. But if you bring in those electronic devices and you're surfing the internet, or surfing social media before bed, I bet your sleep score is probably way mm. worse than it could be so there's so much of what we do for bed and people need to unplug way more and disconnect yeah, from all that yeah. social media and wi-fi there's a lot of tools that you mentioned there um that you can use to track sleep or yeah you know so, so you could just do all of this so you can be very intentional with your day because the day can can get away from you real quick if you were just you know swiping aimlessly um, you know, you talked about um, notification that that you know some notification causes you stress. Email notification yeah. causes me stress. Like you know, from people that you you may not want to hear from. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but it, that's why I'll throw mm-hmm. in there before you go on. That's what yep. I when I own my fitness studio and I I coach people and business owner stuff. Mm-hmm. I would read email be, before I go to bed, and it would mm. stress me out and completely ruin my sleep because mm-hmm. it was some negative email. Mm-hmm. And so I started this rule, do not read emails before mm-hmm. bed because mm-hmm. I'm so sensitive and like worry about all that kind of stuff. So if someone says something bad or complaint or mm-hmm. a problem issue, it probably yeah. everyone knows it kills your sleep. You worry mm-hmm. and stress out. So, you know, setting those rules up was key mm-hmm. for me. Awesome. And journaling was the a big part of that too. And breathing I can attest to um um just you know calming the mind down and it just being i don't know it, for me i i have when i'm before before i do a podcast actually i do uh the wim hof method and it gives me this flow of uh of you know i don't know what what it is but you know it energizes me right right yeah. off the bat it's more sympathetic drive breath mm. work than calming mm. So it will energize you like a cold shower with Wim Hof is more like, yeah, ready. Yeah, you know, you're yeah, excited you so yeah. yeah. Rather every time, than mellow you out. Exactly, exactly. And 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 before any stressful, um, if, if I'm going to go into, let's say, for example, do a podcast um, that can be a little uh, stress on the body, I, I would I would do some breathing method. Um, I want to ask you if you can just pick one of those things that you have to absolutely do just one if you can do only one um you know that you can maybe uh a client do um to start with what what's that one thing that you want to start them with Hmm. well i think i'm finding sleep is so important for people Mm -hmm. and so start with what they're doing before bed so maybe unplugging 
devices mm-hmm. and getting offline, getting off the mm-hmm. TV and get off, the, yeah. you know, the Wi-Fi before bed would be a good start. Because yeah, how absolutely. you end your day and how you start your day impacts everything you mm-hmm. do, your choices yeah. of food. Yeah. Your stress response to stress, your happiness. Yeah. If you don't sleep, and if you're stressed, mm-hmm. you know you're you're grumpy, <laughs> you're irritable. Your mm-hmm. your workouts are usually crappy if you don't sleep, and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think it's so important. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. That would be where I start, but I think mm-hmm. people focus just on nutrition. And I just was speaking at a conference, and everyone was all about low carb keto carnivore nutrient-rich food, yep, the proper yep. human diet, as they mm-hmm. say now. And, and, but I was, I was like, okay, then what? Yeah, I changed to getting rid of the vegetable oils and refined flours and mm-hmm. eating crap. Mm-hmm. What's next? But what, uh, yeah, now you got yeah. that down. You're working mm-hmm. on your relationship with food while you're eating. But a lot of people weren't doing the other stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. let's look at what you could do, create some action items, and let's start with free stuff. We don't need to buy all these biohacker devices. It's ancestral mm-hmm. health habits, mm-hmm. like getting outside, being outside, mm-hmm. breathing, yeah. yeah, you know, all this stuff that we could do that doesn't cost money that you could start now, I think is an important part. There's many lessons to your, to your journey. There's many lessons mm-hmm. to your book and your story. You, you did say um, life is not a race it, it is a journey um I, I i like using that word so much with with everything with with everybody's story because of everything whether good or bad that happened to us it is our experience that makes us who we are yeah. um i told you i believe that your story um it was it, it may have been uh, a rough patch uh within your journey but it did help you understand this part of uh living you know and i want to talk to you about longevity you know and and what what's your take on it how do we improve longevity what you know you talked about you know the lifestyle part already and what way do you think it's uh you know having that down is so important within our, our longevity Well, I think it's what I've been talking a lot about lately is just Mm -hmm. working on who you want to be when you're 70, 80, 90 years old. And as Mm -hmm. as I see my parents' age, they're 80, my dad's struggling with kidney issues and all this stuff that I think, you know, he had back pain and couldn't walk. I'm like, you know, so much of it is building strength, eating your protein and prioritizing protein. And I think a lot of what Dr. Gabrielle Leon says, I just think is amazing and just such information we need to look at what are we doing now to live our best life when we're able to be retired and travel the world and do things instead of struggling and, you know, being in and out of the doctor's office. It's so much what we're doing now to set up our future self. And I just would love to see people take advantage of that. It's like, okay, I'm 50 years old. This is a time, even when you're 30, 40 years old, that you Mm. want to get those lifestyle habits that will pay off in Mm the end and so you're thriving not surviving when you're older adult Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of it's just those things that we've been talking about what we're eating intermittent fasting you know mixing up your food being metabolically flexible that you're a fat burner but you sometimes go into that carb backup storage fuel that Mm -hmm. you're working out not too much not too little so everything's that goldilocks effect i say Mm -hmm. not you know, doing too much of anything and have that hormetic stressor that's effective. But if you do that 
hormetic stressor too long, too often, it's not effective. And so learning all that, the proper dosage that's positive response, not a poison, is so essential to your future self. Man, I love that. And when when people talk about something is part of aging or something is um, common or normal when you age, who 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 who's, who's who says that it's normal? Who, who who's the yeah. Who's that person that says it's normal? It's 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 your body, right? It's your choice mm-hmm. to to live a life that you want to live. Um, it, it's subjective. Because it, I'm I'm seeing you. I'm seeing other people that has been thriving. That has I've seen uh, other people that has um, you know I I saw this post well about you know Top Gun, the new Top mm-hmm. Gun. Yeah, she was talking the the leading lady from the first one. She said, "I'm not gonna name her, uh, but everybody knows her." But she said it's age appropriate for her to look that way. Oh, uh, right. So yeah. um, th- th- that is, that message can reach so many people, right? That will reach so many people that yeah. will normalize that way of yeah. you know. So. Um, I I believe in what you're doing. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, anything else that we've uh, missed that you want to add? I just want to add on what you're just saying. Your point, I think you're saying, is that embrace the aging process, not use it as an excuse. And that's been a big passion for me as I somehow turned five zero. that it was like, don't blame the aging process that I can't run like I used to. I'm going to change how I train. I'm going to train, change how I eat to embrace that aging process. I'm prioritizing protein. I'm not fasting the same amount. I'm not doing OMAD every day. You know, I'm changing everything. I'm not getting older and saying I can't do this or that because I'm older. I'm just going with the changes in my body as I change Mm -hmm. decades. So it's, I think people use that as that person as an excuse, not that, okay, Mm -hmm. self-care is your choice and it's mm-hmm. i would say self-care self loving yourself enough to take mm-hmm. care of yourself and optimize mm-hmm. your health and so yeah. it's like don't use that i hate the excuse i can't do that yeah. i'm getting older yeah. huge pet yeah. peeve from being a personal trainer i'm like that's crap mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be that way you're 80 years old you can still do strength training and get mm-hmm. stronger you yeah, can still change what... and eat more protein and get rid of that white flour processed oil mm-hmm. processed foods and vegetable oils and change what you're eating it's not too late so i think it's Taking ownership of your health is so essential. Mm, yeah, let's change the narrative. Let's change the narrative out there. Coach Debbie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Where can people find you and where can they uh, get your books? Yeah, well, books on uh, Amazon and my website is debbiepotts.net. Social media, my podcast is The Low Carb Athlete. So you can listen. I'm trying to share lots of information on the podcast on, you know, carbs, strategic carb timing. Carbs are not all evil. Ketosis, carnivore, but also fasting and then tailoring that to the female athlete and the aging athlete. Here you go, guys. Get a list. I'm going to um, link everything down below so you guys can check out Coach Debbie. Coach Debbie, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a that great weekend. Fun. Thank you. you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another great episode here on the Ketones and Coffee podcast. And we've had such a pleasure of hosting yet another amazing guest here, guys. If you're eager to learn more about the secrets of succeeding on the ketogenic lifestyle, be sure to check out the show notes. As a special treat for our loyal listeners, I'm offering an exclusive opportunity for a free consultation call. Discover how you can achieve success on the ketogenic lifestyle by simply referring to the details provided in the show notes. Take advantage, guys, of this unique chance to enhance your journey to a healthier you. And stay tuned for more captivating episodes. And until next time, guys, keep embracing the power of ketones.